You're listening to the SL Podcast, a podcast from the Spiritual Life Team at Liberty Christian School to equip and empower the next generation to love people, bear fruit, and make disciples. What's going on, everybody? Luke Crenshaw in the studio hosting the SL Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Braden Brown. Hey, hey. And also my good friend, Quentin Keeler. Hello, podcast listeners. <laughs> that was good, man. Thank you, that thank was you. good. Did you just come up with that on the spot? I've been or? practicing it all day. Okay, so. good deal. <laughs> That's great. Quentin, you're also known as the Q. Indeed. Or is there a the? No, it's just, just Q. Just Q. Just Q. Okay. Yeah. I, I've been learning a lot this morning <laughs> mm-hmm. about... Like earlier, I said, hey, let's just take a quick selfie. You know, we can post it on Instagram. It's actually 0. 0.5. It's 0. 0.5. Not 0. 0.5 it. No, just, just, no. just 0. 0.5. Yeah. Okay. He was like, we should do the 0. 0.5, 0. 0.5 it. And, 0. 0.5 uh, it. Me and Q, because we're a part of Gen Z. And of course. Younger. Luke's, Luke's not a part of Gen Z. Yeah, no, like, I'm right on the edge. Man. <laughs> it's okay. I try to keep up, but not the Q. Q. Quinn, before we really dive in, man, tell us a little bit of your story. So glad to have you on. Yeah, so um, I've been at Liberty my entire life since preschool. Uh, born in Florida, moved when I was three to Texas, and we've been at Liberty ever since. Um, I've got a younger brother in eighth grade and a younger six sister in uh, sixth grade. Um, my mom teaches sophomores, so yeah. Here you are, Kind of plugged into Liberty for a while. Um I'm in the worship culture team, been yeah. in that for a couple of years, really love that. It's probably my favorite part of school. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, not not part of Liberty, but also a lax bro. That's oh, yes, I, yes. I do play lacrosse for Flower Mound. Yeah, that's, that's why we're wearing my, the boot right now. Right, yes. Kind of recovering. Yeah. I love Rumor it. Rumor has it, bro. by the time this episode has come out, it will be off. He'll have the boot off, so... That's a good yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, I'm familiar just being a camp guy. You can throw some high cheddar, maybe mm-hmm. some low pie. You know those terms, Braden? Am yeah, I? Those are lax terms for sure. Some lax terms. Oh, there's some newer terms though, probably that I don't know. Well, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Q could tell you a lot about lax. Oh, I've, of I've never played, but I know quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe that could be Another a different podcast. Ep- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another episode and D. So if you're just joining us, we've been in a little doubt series, and this is the final episode of that series. We've already answered the question of God's existence. We've also talked about God's goodness. So really answering the question, how do I know God exists and is God good? And this is our last episode of the series. And you know, some of some people wouldn't actually consider this doubt they may, a lot of people here, and I think you see this a lot in private school, they believe God exists. They may believe that he's good, but they don't really believe that he's relevant. Mm-hmm. He's relevant in their life. So, Quentin, if you wouldn't mind, before we really dive in, I'd love to hear a little bit of your story and how uh, this question applies to it. Yeah. Um, so, like I've said, I've been at Liberty my whole life. I've been in the church my whole life. My parents are great uh, Christian examples. Um, so, I think I've always, like, my entire life known God. I have, or known about God, actually, I'd rather say that. Mm. Um, I've known about God. I've known the stories, the Bible verses. I've been through church, got baptized, thought I got saved when I was like seven or something. Um, So I always knew about God. Um, But something that, and you know, had been coming up in my life was very recently, like last year Mm. was like, okay, um, I only see God in these spiritual highs. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not living with God throughout my entire life. And then, you know, maybe I'll go to church on Sunday and I'll see God. Maybe I'll go on a mission trip and I'll see God. Um, and it was all these just like one singular events that'd be like, oh, here's God. Um, 
and I think um, now that I now that I realize that it's definitely apathy and um, relevance of like not having relevance with God. It's like I only use God when I needed Him. Mm. I only saw God whenever I was actually like with um, a church group or something. I was actually like in God. I wasn't, you know, living my life for God. Um, so. September 20th, I believe. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I got saved, uh, 2022. So basically I was sitting in like Miss Smith's Bible class. Um, and I've been, I've been going to shock and stuff in church and I was actually, um, very much so improved my relationship with God over the past two months, but I hadn't like realized that, you know, like I need to get saved. Mm -hmm. Right. I was, I thought I was saved. I was just not going through the motions and now I was going through the motions, but came across this uh, verse in class and she read it out loud. It's um, Matthew seven twenty one through 23. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven on that day, may will, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? And uh, then I will declare to them, um, I never knew you depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Hmm. Um, and that just like, it clicked in my head. Like, I am not a Christian. I don't have a relationship with God. I don't know God personally. Mm. Um, and so that just, that completely changed my life. I would say like I was, I was finding, trying to find joy in all these other things and it wasn't working. And so I finally clicked in my head, started pursuing God and like my life has radically changed. Mm. That's amazing. Bro. Thanks so much for sharing. So yeah. I think it's fair to say believe God existed, believe that he was good, but really relevance only had to do with when you needed him mm -hmm. or when you were on some sort of spiritual exactly. high. I knew about God. I didn't know God. Yeah. So mm -hmm. good. So good. Yeah. That, that I think is kind of the, the epitome of, of what we're trying to talk about. Um, I think when I, when I think about this question of doubting the relevance of God, it's, it's really this attitude of man, I believe he's there, but I don't, I don't know that I actually need him. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a, that's a really like fair thought to some extent. Like that's a fair question. Um, cause what we see throughout most of our days is we see most people going through life, um, not realizing that there is a reliance on God, right? They don't, they don't think, man, I really need God in this season of my life. They just kind of go through life right. and they, mm -hmm. they make it. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's, there, that's a fair, fair question to wrestle with, especially in a, in a culture like private school where yeah. kind of everything around us is saturated in some form of like Christian words and um, Christianese around us. Yeah, and not everyone's going through a hardship right now. Like right. not everyone mm -hmm. like, needs God in the sense of like, God, I need your help like in my life right now. Yep. Right. Right. So the, the verse that keeps, um, just being brought to mind for me, um, is Hebrews one, three. Um, and it says that, uh, it's talking about Jesus and it says he's the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Mm. Um, and so what, what that's saying is that like literally the entire universe is being held together by the word of God, hmm. by Jesus himself. Um, and so whether it's the, the molecules of the microphone I'm speaking in to right now, or the, the cells in each of our bodies that make up 
who we are, the millions of them, each individual one is like uniquely uh, being orchestrated by God and mm-hmm. held together by him for us to even breathe. Yeah. Right. And so I think most of us, man, we have no idea how reliant we are on God <laughs> to even breathe. Mm-hmm. And that includes non-believers, right? That's a, that's a universal experience. Yeah. Um, is it, is a complete reliance on God to, to live it all. But because life can become so mundane and so just normal, we, we, we don't even realize we need him. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, so man. I think the the second thing I think about when it comes to this conversation that kind of contributes to a lot of the, this type of doubt, um, is that so many of us are not fulfilling what we were designed to do. Mm. Um, it's a purpose problem. Um, there's so much apathy and, um, just lacking of desire and motivation. And, um, that comes down to, we don't, we don't know what our purpose is. Mm. We're not doing what we were initially created to do. Yeah. And so like the question that always comes to my head when I'm thinking about this is like, what, what, uh, what makes a toothbrush valuable? Yeah. And the only thing that gives a toothbrush any value is, is its ability to brush teeth, mm-hmm. right? To fulfill its pur- purpose, to clean teeth, to do what it was created to do. Yeah. And us as human beings, we were created to be with God. Yeah. And to represent and image him to the world. And so if we aren't fulfilling that purpose, if we're not being with God and representing him, then our life is going to be void of passion, creativity, vitality. It's just going to be apathetic and boring. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. for people that aren't with God and yeah. aren't like seeking to represent him to the people, like no wonder <laughs> life is is empty and, and you don't have a lot of passion to to do anything about it or to seek him because you're, you're not fulfilling your purpose. Mm-hmm. So that, like that makes a lot of sense. And when we look at the, the fall, yeah. um, when the enemy Satan is trying to deceive Adam and Eve, he's, he's basically attacking them at this point. Yeah. Right. He, he says, um, uh, sh- you won't surely die. If you do what God didn't say, um, actually you will be like God. Mm hmm. And so basically what he's doing is he's inviting them to doubt God's relevance, to doubt their need for him. He's like, no, you, you don't understand. You could be your own God. You yeah. don't need him. Yeah. Like you, and you'd be a better God than he is. Yeah. Um, and I think none of us would, would say that out loud. Um, but that's a lot of what we feel because we don't see the need for him. And so it's like, man, I'm, I'm kind of killing it yeah. <laughs> in this normal life but there's something missing. Yeah. There's some purpose or passion that I don't have that I see other people around me have. Mm-hmm. And I want that. Yeah. yeah. So think, good. I think this was a definitely a big part of my story was that I felt confident in my own abilities. I felt like I didn't, you know, in my life at that moment, I hadn't, I didn't need God. My life was, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say perfect, but my life was good. Yeah. Why do I need to add more? But it's, it's way better now that I have God. Yeah. That's so good. I'm Braden, you talking and hearing Q talk a little bit too. It reminds me of an interview I watched years ago. Um, it was an interview with Tom Brady on 60 Minutes and it was in 2008. So he has achieved and earned more accolades now, more Super Bowl rings. But this is after he 
had three Super Bowl rings and essentially the interviewer is just asking him, hey, like what's next? You've won three Super Bowls. And Tom Brady responds, why do I have three Super Bowl rings and still think there's something greater out there for me? I mean, maybe a lot of people would say, hey man, this is what it is. I reached my goal, my dream, my life. And for me, I think, God, there's gotta be more than this. I mean, this isn't it, is it? This can't be what it's all cracked up to be. Mm. And the interviewer responds, so what's the answer? And he says, I wish I knew. And I think that kind of sums up a little bit of what you were saying, Braden, talking about, first of all, not realizing we need God and then not fulfilling what we're designed to do. And I'm thinking of Ecclesiastes 3.11. It says, also he has put eternity, so God has put eternity into man's heart, yet so he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. So we all have like this eternity or this drive towards something more. A lot of us just don't want to seek God to actually find out what that is, what that purpose is. You know, Q, I'd love to hear a little bit more uh, what stirs your affections for God now that you've committed to following him and really maybe in particular when the spiritual high fades, like when you come back from mission trip or camp or retreat, what stirs your affections for him? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, obviously spiritual highs are, are a big part of that, like mission trip, you know. You go on mission trip and you just you want to be generous with your time. You want to follow God. You want to pursue God. Um, and absolutely, the hardest thing is how do I keep that going? Mm. Like how do I you know months and months and months keep that going even though I don't have that major moment? Um, and I think for me personally, um, worship is huge. Like I love worship. That's why I'm on the worship team. Mm. Um, just worshiping God, worshiping our Creator, and because it, it, it's not you know God doesn't have to meet you when you're worshiping because you're worshiping God. Um, and that's just something that really hits hard on me just cause I'm a musician and I, that is definitely something, you know, I listen to worship in the morning when I wake up in my car, um, just trying to start my day off with God, um, mm-hmm. which is huge. I definitely recommend that to anyone looking to uh, pursue God in their daily life. Um, the other thing I'd say is telling people about God, as Braden said, that is our purpose. Like mm-hmm. our purpose is to spread the hope that is in us. That's good. Um, And so I'd say for me, just like talking to people about God, having those genuine conversations with people about what really matters is something that can keep your spiritual high like up. Like you will never find like doubt or you'll never be disappointed whenever you go and share. You'll never regret it when you Mm -hmm. go and share God with somebody. Yeah, that's so good. So, so good. Yeah, I think think even when I think about um, my story, cause my story in a lot of ways is super similar to yours, Q. Um, just, I grew up with parents who loved the Lord. Um, my dad worked for a church, still does. Um, so it was in that world all the time, um, which was a huge gift. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't really realize what it meant to, to know God, like you were talking about, just mm-hmm. knowing about him. And then also like to be with him. Like to s- literally just spend time with God was a really foreign concept to me mm-hmm. because everything was like, man, I need to check these boxes. I need to perform well. I need to do all these things so God will be happy with me. Yeah. Um, but I didn't understand what being with him meant and how amazing that is and how it can change everything. Yeah. And so when I started to like simply be with God, um, 
kind of like what you're talking about, even yeah. in the mornings and things like that. Man, that is what has really stirred my affections for the Lord, yeah. um, even in moments that seem really mundane. Mm-hmm. And just like think about it, like in the most boring moment of your life, you can literally sit with the creator of the entire universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's that's crazy. And that's, that access has been given to all of us mm-hmm. if we choose to pursue it. And so, man, I, I don't know how you could live a boring life yeah. when you have access to the creator of all things. Um, and that's so much easier said than done because we'll, we'll experience those apathetic and boring moments and life is, has ups and downs. But reminding myself, man, the creator of the universe has made a way for me to just sit with him. Yeah. Like that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I just want to speak on what you said with like checking off boxes. And, uh, I saw this like on TikTok a while ago. It's, um, Luke, do you know what TikTok is? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know what TikTok is. I'm so, not throwing a V in front of it either. <laughs> yeah. So basically it was a passenger. He said, do you have to clean yourself up before you get in the shower? Um, and what he said after that was Jesus is like the shower. You come to him dirty and he cleans you up. Yeah. Like you don't have to check off box. You don't have to do things for God to love you. God already does love you. Yeah. That's so good. So what I hear kind of high level, what I hear both of you guys saying is find what stirs your affections for the Lord and then live that out and live it out with other people. Live it out purposely. Yeah. Like don't just go through the motions, like actually have genuine uh, time with people. And when you do those things. That's so good. Well, hey, landing the plane here, I'd love for each of us to kind of go around the horn and give one final thought to that we'd like to leave the listener with. So one final thought. Bredo, you want to start us off? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, and some of the things they're talking about are, is my story, mm. right? I, I have always been just around the faith. I've always been, um, around God and I, I know he's real. I know he's good, but I, and I just, I want more. I want a more passionate life with him. I want to, to realize I need him. I want to surrender. Um, man, I just want to encourage you. Like God desires to be with you. Mm. And I know that a lot of us, we, we desire we want to want to be with God. Yeah. Um, and that's really hard to, to create sometimes, right? Like we, we feel this guilt around not wanting to be with God, mm. the shame of, man, I'm, I'm supposed to want to be with God right now. I'm supposed to want to, to read my Bible. I'm supposed to want to pray. I'm supposed to want to all these things to connect with him, but I don't. Um, and, and I just encourage the listener, instead of just sitting in that shame, instead of sitting in that guilt, just remind yourself that the one on the other side, God wants to be with you mm. mm-hmm. even when you don't want to be with him and he's continually pursuing you and he, he's, he's sitting there just ready to be with you if yeah. you'll let him. Mm. And so don't wallow in shame and guilt that Jesus paid for already. So good. Yeah. So good. What yeah. about you, Q? Um, you know, God's always there and um, whether you think that or not, I mean, he is, that's just a fact. He's always there. Um, so I think, especially for people in a season of wondering where you're walking around purposely trying to figure out what is it that I need? I mean, I would just encourage you go to God. There's no downside to trying that. There's no downside to going to God and saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I am, but Lord, can you help me? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm going to read another quote off here. Um, 
it wasn't the nails that held Christ to the cross. It was his love for us. Yeah. God loves you. And, um, there's nothing that can take that away from you. So in a season of wondering wherever you are, God is there mm. and, he, and he is relevant. So good, man. Tough acts to follow right there. I think I would just encourage the listener with the words of Jesus in John 4. And he is with the Sumerian woman at the well, and she's going to draw water. And Jesus says to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up eternal life. And I would just encourage the listener, similar to these guys, that the Lord is where joy is found and where life and life abundant is found. And everyone who drinks from him will not be thirsty again. You won't be like Tom Brady having multiple Super Bowl rings and being like, man, there's got to be something else out there. You will find your purpose and you will live it out. So, guys, so fun being with you guys in the studio. Braden Brown, Quentin Q, no the, Q Keeler. I think we're signing off. Yes, sir. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you guys next time on the SL Podcast. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the SL Podcast. For updates on new content and episodes, follow us on Instagram at LCS Spiritual Life. And as always, love people, bear fruit, make disciples.